Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes. Through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes and now coaches. Welcome back to Renegade Performance Radio with your hosts, Cullum Gifford, the G-Wizzy. Hello. And myself, Zach Nothling. So today we're going to be talking about when it is the right time for you to scale a workout or to go RX in training. And so this could be in class or when you're following the program, or your own program, mm. whatever it is. And so why does this matter? Well, in CrossFit, we're all in the pursuit of uh, leveling up, getting fitter, getting stronger, being well-rounded athletes, being better, being better, and we're we're chasing that pursuit that that uh, sometimes the infamous RX status yes. um, is a goal for a lot of people. Getting to the next level, getting to that next level, and that's what makes CrossFit exciting, right? Is that we're we're pursuing mastery. RX would be deemed as being able to do all the skills, mm. to do muscle ups, to lift the standard weight um, of the sixty slash forty kg barbell, that type of thing. Yes, and so for a lot of people out there, if you can do the sixty kg barbell in a workout, mm. but maybe not for as many reps as that are on the board. Why not just do the workout at that weight? And so, Cullum, good question. Why should someone scale, or when should someone go RX? Yeah, I think the it all stems from the intent of the workout. So the intent is um, what the programming or that particular piece is trying to help us accomplish. Whether that be um, you know a fast light workout or something a little bit heavier, something a little bit slower, something a little bit higher skilled. Um, and if the intent can't be met by your example of someone using a, a 60 kilo thruster in a weight, mm -hmm. that would be a good time to kind of check yourself really and, and decide whether that's, you know, what your coach is trying to get you to achieve from the workout. Yeah, and so it probably it starts from the programmer, um, where the programmer, they've got the idea of what they want to achieve from that workout mm -hmm. and then that's passed down to coaches so um, your coaches uh, if you're following a class they would have uh, should have read their coaches notes um, which would have been given to them from the programmer mm -hmm. and hopefully they've done a good job at conveying that across to you in terms that you can easily understand yep. hopefully your coach is telling you things like this is a workout where you should be able to go fast yes. and hold on to the barbell unbroken, those types of things. Mm. Like keeping it like spelled out to you in a really simple way so that you know what to look for or what you should be trying to do. Mm. And so understanding that, knowing that uh, is going to be the first thing. Yep. And if your coach hasn't given you that or you don't understand that in the way that they've tried to describe you uh, to you, then the first point of call is to ask that question, right? Yeah, is yeah, to just sure. ask questions. So yeah. is this a workout that I should be trying to go super fast and with a lighter weight, or is this a workout that I should be trying to lift heavier? Mm. Like that would be like a real simple question. Simple easy. question that your coach would be able should be able to answer pretty easily. Yep. Um, and most most coaches will be able to um, assume the intent from the way that the workout's written mm. um, and the way that it's uh, written, the, the weights that are chosen and the, the difficulties that are there. Yeah. But 
all good programs will have the uh, workout description and workout intents uh, yes. there in the coach's notes. Yeah, so I've just written here, like as as a just kind of moving um, forward from that, um, I wrote a little note here before we started this. If you can confidently look at the board as well as understand the intent, okay, now this is without um, having to ask the questions, then have trust in your ability to execute the intent at the prescribed loads and movements, and that's a pretty good indicator of the path you should choose for the workout. So that would be a pretty good indication that you could probably go RX because you can um, achieve that achieve the intent or the stimulus of the workout. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so people will probably fall into one of three, maybe four categories. And so the, the first category is you know your RX, yeah. um, and so this isn't relevant to you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so you can definitely do it. I wonder uh, what percentage of that is of, of, a, of a general class. It wouldn't be a high a high percentage, I don't think. Probably not. Like the open would give you a pretty good picture, but mm. then once again, like in a normal class, only probably 10% of the class actually registered yeah, for the open. 10%, so yeah. you, it'd be hard to hard to know. But yeah, that's true. It'll, yeah. be a, it'll be a handful of, only a handful of people will be able to go, yep, I can definitely do this every single day. I'm an RX athlete. Mm. That's a, a small group. And then there'll be a lot of people which are going to fall into this next category, which is you can achieve some of it. Some. And so maybe uh, that means that you can do some of the movements in the workout RX and other movements you can't, or you can you can do it but not for the prescribed volume mm. or, um, or, yeah, most likely the prescribed volume. Yep. And then there's the group of people who are just nowhere near. And so the first two groups, they're easy. You can either do it and simple as you, yep. do it, you do it then the last group you can't do it um, so you don't scale <laughs> so you can scale it's a middle group this is the one that we need to have some strategies for yes and so let's talk some strategies so you look at the workout uh, and so let's use a workout now that's say it's quite a light one so for example uh, let's say it's got uh, 30 uh, 30 reps of 40 kg thrusters mm-hmm. and some pull-ups. Yes. All right. Um, let's just use Fran, for example. Okay. Okay, so well done. Workout 21.59, thrusters at 40 kgs um, and pull-ups. Mm. Now, uh, a lot of people can do thrusters at 40 kgs. Yep. Uh, but the intent of Fran is to... 40 kgs, 21.59, unbroken the entire way through. Unbroken as, as fast, fast as you can. Yep. To to get a really good uh, testing of like your, your ability. Ability at threshold, yes. At threshold, okay. And so you have people come along and they can do the thrusters, but they can't do it unbroken. Mm. So what should those people do? But that should they... They can do the thrusters, but it might take them 10 minutes to do Fran. Yeah, yeah, it's a funny one, eh? Like, I've seen that workout done by people that can do it under three minutes, and I've also seen it take people 10 minutes, you yes. know, as you've just mentioned there. So it is a difficult one. I mean, for that one particularly, it depends what you're trying to get from the workout. Like, if you're doing it as a test of what we just talked about, so your ability to work at threshold and maintain that for a really short amount of time, um, then... The goal is that. So we want to lower the load so you can do those thrusters unbroken and so you can do whatever variation of the pull-up mm. you're doing unbroken. That's yep. that's the test. Yep. If you are doing it as a training piece and you're trying to get better at that particular workout, you could probably, um, I mean, something I would suggest would be maybe lowering the load a little bit on the, the thrusters to maybe a 35 for the guys and a 25 for the ladies. But then working through progressions on the rig so it might be you start with pull-ups and you get as many done as you possibly can and then maybe you jump onto ring rows to get 
the workout for, or the reps in that round finished so you're still keeping that intensity high which is what we're trying to get from the workout yeah. but and at the same time you're helping your skill set progress by being on the rig but you're not losing anything on the intent of the actual workout itself does that yes. kind of make sense yeah yeah and so it's still the the main thing there is to really focus on what you want to achieve from the workout yes 100 percent um and rxing fran and it taking 10 minutes uh is might give you an indication of where you're at as mm. a test yeah. uh but it's not probably going to do the, you the world of good as far as your development goes yep, a training piece yeah. for sure and so uh then what about like a workout um so like there's a program workout today what is it it's got some high volume tota bar in there mm, yeah yeah so i uh we talked about this before we started and i coached this class a couple of times this morning um with something like that it's a good chance for people to it has okay so it's a 15 minute amrap of a tournament run 15 tota bar and 10 strict handstand push-ups great opportunity and something like that when it's an amrap and you're not going to get left behind it's a bit longer so you can slow the pace down a wee bit to start to develop some skills under a little bit of fatigue. So To do the RX movement, yep. so if you've got toe to bar, so you're someone who can do some toe to bar, mm-hmm. maybe it's, it's 15 reps in the workout, is yep. that correct? 15 total. Okay, so maybe bringing that down, doing the higher skill movement, yep. so bring down, let's just say hypothetically, 8 to 10 reps. Yep. Could be a 10 and a 5. Yep, um, and then doing those, getting it done and getting exposure to that skill, mm but then still being able to maintain the intent of the workout. Yeah, 100%. So I think that's a great a great way to scale something like that. Yeah, excellent. And I would hope that a lot of coaches, like uh, this could go off on a real tangent and I could, could have a bitch about this, but I, I would hope that a lot of coaches um, have the ability and the knowledge to be able to say, guys, this is what we want from the workout. RX guys, you could get through the sunbroken the whole way. But if you're scaling the workout, let's bring those numbers down and you're still going to get a really good workout out mm. of it at the same time, you know? Yeah. And so what about um, the strategy of using a combo of a higher and lower skill? So, for example, sticking with the total bars, yes. uh, getting exposure to, say, uh, let's say they could do three to five reps mm-hmm. of total bar, yep. don't have much more in the tank, they would leave them standing under the rig for a really long time, mm-hmm. they'd lose all intensity. Yeah. Uh, so then maybe doing to some uh, knee raises or yeah. some knee to elbow type Just movement run them through the variation maybe a knees to elbows maybe a hanging knee raise where you're still using that tension swing once again getting exposure to that particular movement um, and maybe seeing that through to the 15 reps or as I said to our guys this morning we'll start with toe to bar if you get toe to bar to a certain point and you've got hanging knee raises that's fine you get to 10 reps and you can't do any more and you still want to get the the 15 reps out because you don't want to be spending the whole time in that workout running um then maybe jump on the ground and finish with some sit-ups or some v-ups so yeah, they're still so getting a lot of on the fly yeah 100 yeah and so i think there's a tendency for people to uh take the program as to cut and dry Bro, yeah, as, um, yes. as, as a rule and to have no like fluidness with it and what happens throughout the workout and Mm. their ability to um, personalise it to what's going to get them the best workout. And so in that instance, using the Tota Bar example where you regress as you fatigue and as your capacity allows, you're achieving the stimulus because Mm. your heart rate's going to stay in the desired zone. Still moving. You're going to be developing your skills you're going to be giving yourself exposure to higher skills mm-hmm. rather than just doing sit-ups or hanging knee raises the whole way through so you're yep. getting skill development the whole at that the whole time as well mm-hmm. and so you're getting the absolute best relative to where you are yep. in your journey at that point of all worlds of all worlds yep. 
could you have done that workout uh, as if it was a competition workout and gone and done the 15 toe to bar the whole way through and maybe got like two rounds versus getting say five rounds mm. yes you could have would it have been beneficial no probably not probably as much, not no. nowhere near as much no. as keeping your intensity high and yep. still getting exposed to those movements five rounds and yeah I mean, you, you just imagine if you were doing what you just said and you did two rounds of that in 15 minutes, that's a lot of time standing there doing Yeah, you'd be standing in the rig the, yeah. the whole time. And that's one of the, like, the really common things when you people are starting to introduce higher skill movements. So we talk about toe to bar, but it could be handstand press-ups, mm-hmm. it could be bar muscle-ups, um, pull-ups, anything like that. And you get so fixated on following the program to a T Um, and there's a stigma about there's a massive stigma about reducing volume um, because of the cutting reps mm. um, sort of belief. But there's a difference between cutting reps and scaling. Yes. If you reduce the volume to achieve an intent and intensity, that's good. That's that's for you to be able to improve. If you cut reps to be like a wanker and brag about it to say mm. that you beat someone, then you're a wanker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's when it becomes a problem, and so there's a difference between cutting reps and reducing volume, and I think that's very, very important for people to understand the difference. Mm. And it, really, that's probably just like ego, right? Oh, hundred percent. Like yeah, people, fully. people wanting to when, cl- it, when claim, it all costs, yeah, when it all costs or yeah. whatever. And so, a couple strategies there, um, and so you've got. When is it the right time? When you can achieve the stimulus of the workout. And so now we've got an exception to the rule, not the rule. Um, Now this is if, for example, you were someone who's really trying to work on your strength Mm -hmm. and you're looking to get more exposure to heavy barbells. Like Mm -hmm. this is a severe weakness of yours and you really want to expose yourself to the barbell. And so in this instance, we say okay once in a while mm. expose yourself to that heavier load even though it might not mean that you hit that intent perfectly yeah, you could get time capped and you'll probably get time capped and your heart rate probably won't get a, um, up as high mm. you won't achieve the intent of the workout but you will get more exposure to that bar once in a while yeah yeah. That is okay. If that's something you need to work on if I've that's done something this, you need to work on yeah plenty of times in my, my beginning days I would um, forget about what I was trying to get from the workout and just put a heavy barbell and just get some practice yeah, just get um, some work in yeah and so exception to the rule not the rule occasionally in saying that sorry I don't mean to cut you off <laughs> but in saying that if you can't snatch 80 kilos and you put 80 kilos on the barbell and you miss it over and over <laughs> and over that's not the same thing that's so, not the same thing yeah. <laughs> you've still got to be able to actually physically do, do the work, do the work yeah. uh, to a, a certain degree of competency yes um, so you've You've got to still be able to actually lift the weight. Yeah. It shouldn't be your one RM. Yeah, I, like for me, let's say it's 110 kilo clean. I can lift the weight and I'm not going to miss it, but it is going to take me a while and I'm going to need to rest a significant amount before mm. doing any subsequent reps. Yes, yeah. So there's going to be a lot more resting. You're not going to achieve the probably the, the high heart rate that the workout may have uh, wanted to expose you to. And that's okay once in a while okay and so that's the type of thing that you could talk with about your coach if you're in a class or if you're getting programmed for is this okay do you think that for today that i can expose myself to that heavier load and they'll be able to give you um, honest feedback if they think that's beneficial for that type of workout or if you should do the the smarter more personalized thing and 
optimize the workout for where you're at. 100%. So a few things to uh, take away from there today, team. And so just a couple strategies to get you uh, to that point. Rx. Rx for life. Thank you very much. Just a short and sharp one today, and we'll catch you again soon. See you, team. If you enjoy our content that we're providing, please like and share with your fellow gym goers. Leave us a review and please take a screenshot and chuck it up on social media. We really want to get the word out so we can continue to help everyday people become high performers.